This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Man, I thought he played his tail off. Um, Without overanalyzing it, just the general synopsis, I thought he played his tail off. I've always believed in myself. I know, I know I've had people in my corner that, that have believed in me. And, I mean, even the guys on the team, I, I know that, you know, even when I was let go, I mean, I had a bunch of them text me and say, hey, you know, this isn't this is over for you and um, even some coaches. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the Steelers and the opportunity I've had here, and uh, I'm definitely thankful to, to be a Steeler. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Well, he did, did do the disco duck yesterday. He did, did, uh, he did, did do. Uh, you know, to quote Mike Tomlin, Coach Mike, Duck didn't kill us yesterday, but he did kill the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he was 14-21 uh, to 21 for 212 yards, one touchdown, a 95.7 QBR rating. And Wolf, uh, you know, you – he seems like a cool operator. He doesn't seem like uh, it's it's too big for him. He doesn't seem nervous. Uh, you saw him on the sidelines. On the sidelines, yeah. he's almost casual. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how any how to describe it any other way. You know, the rest of the offensive line, you know, they rally, get around the ball, or get around on the sidelines there. And, you know, you're all – you know how he was. We, right. We'd stand there and wait for the – the punt return or the kickoff return, what have you. But you were like, you were just grinding. You were just like ready to go. And your mindset is, you know, and, and, and he just comes along. It's like, okay, here we go. Everybody up. Let's go. You know, Duck, uh, uh, Jalen cool. Jay, Samuel said he's the calmest guy out there. Uh, you know, I think it's an apt statement, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, and for Mike Tomlin, what a great move. Uh, and, and by the way, I want to say that you are, you were right all along. You were singing the praises of duck, uh, back in training camp. And, uh, I was kind of, uh, not on the bandwagon, but I've jumped on, uh, because he's, he showed me, uh, a lot you of, just uh, see, you just see his ability to really, it's kind of like he's a little bit of improvisational, while sticking to the guidelines, right? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, he I, just, he just. Right now, he's making good decisions and he's making quick decisions, right? And that's all you need right now. Right, right now, you just got to get through this next several weeks and so forth of doing this, and um, hopefully, and I'm sure he's going to grow from this experience. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, the confidence is going to build, and uh, he's going to ride it out. I think uh, uh, this uh, this season, it is the duck. Uh, and uh, it's not deer season. It's yeah, duck season. it's duck season. <laughs> well, it's deer season and it's duck season. Yeah. yeah um, but you know, I, I I I was very impressed with him. He he looks uh, cool as a cucumber. Uh, you know, he he makes good decisions when he ran. Uh, you know, when he tucked it and ran, and when he slid. Right. Uh, the the throws that he that he made. By the way, that was a nice James. slide. Yeah, yeah. We've seen a number of quarterbacks look like one of right. those. 
you know, those nine irons, you know, yeah. you, it just sticks. It, it just sticks. Yeah, it just sticks. Flacco, Flacco's yeah, exactly. like that. Exactly, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and Duck comes out, and he does a nice job of sliding into, you know, into the ground and not taking it a, a divot out of it. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and you know what, it, it, it's, um, you know, you got to feel bad for Mason, but you feel good for Duck. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, and, and I, I just think that, uh, uh, you know, he is – a cool cucumber. He doesn't seem to get uh, uh, phased by what's going on on the field, and uh, uh, and you know he keeps playing. Uh, you know I, he doesn't get flustered, and when the clock is running down, you watch him out there. His demeanor doesn't change. You know he's trying to get everybody going, trying to get people in and out of the huddle. Um, the coaches, I think, are simplifying stuff, not not being over overarching and trying what they're, they're they're trying to get out of him. But you know what? As soon as he settled in there and got things going, again, it was that slow start, Jalooch. I know, you're, you're, you're killing you're, you're, been you're, you're having a, a I keep thinking 10 gonna, to nothing, they're losing. Yeah, I keep thinking at some point we got to come out of the, the gates like at the Kentucky Derby, you know. Right. The doors open and boom, you come flying out, you go down, and, and it's like we got to keep spotting the other team points. Right. And so even even then, you know, when you came out and go, uh, you know, three and out, then another three and out, um, he wasn't flustered. Yeah. He wasn't, like, getting pensive and everything. Now, I was getting a little nervous. I know. You you always get nervous. Yes. I, you know, that's, yeah. that's a, you know, that is the beast of burden that we are as offensive linemen. You can't help it. I still have the same mentality as back in the day. Yeah. It's just that I can't do anything about it. You know, uh, it, it's interesting that uh, one of the things you like about Duck is when he throws it, you know, he throws that 50-50 ball. Right. He puts it in a place where the guys can catch it. Right. Uh, you know, James, nice Wa- James Washington uh, made a great, great play. You know who he reminds me of? Who? Who is it that Bengals quarterback Jeff, uh, he used to arch those throws in? Man, oh, man. Oh, oh Jeff Blake. Yes, thank yeah. you. What yeah. oh, Je- Je- Jeff Blake. Jeff had, Blake used to throw these hover balls that right. they would like. They'd, they'd to go Carl up. Pickens yeah. and to Darnay Scott. Yeah. yeah, and they would just hover there, and all of a sudden they'd drop down, it right. seemed like, and boom. Yeah, and and and, and uh, he used to feast on us uh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, Jeff Blake had a, had a great touch on uh, – he, he was the probably – the the best deep ball uh, thrower, yeah, I, I, that we played against, you know, uh, yeah. I, you know, it or was certainly uh, in the conversation, right, right, the guy yeah, uh, and you know he threw that far, the far post, and uh, against cover three, which we ran a lot back in uh, uh, the the '90s, the mid '90s to the late '90s when Blake was the quarterback, uh, man, he that. It was uh, to both was Carl good. Pickens and Darnay yeah. Scott. They were uh, fast, but uh, and and so you know what, when we're watching Duck Hodges, uh, you know he's got a nice touch and he's very accurate. He throws a short pass well and he throws the long pass well, and right. I, you know, I I've been very impressed with it. Uh, I've been very even even the th- the ball that he threw over uh, the head uh, to. Uh, 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 to, to to Johnson, uh, you know, I I was uh, you know uh, Deontay Johnson, that it was just a little high, right? And uh, and Deontay just got his hands on it, but it it, it uh, you know that that was that throw 
I thought had a lot of oomph on it, and I liked the throw, uh, but it didn't. You, you know, was it incomplete? He doesn't. He doesn't gun it. He, as, as you you know, like Mason. Mason's got a stronger arm. Right. But the fact is, he can get it to where he needs to get it. Right. Uh, when he needs to get it, and I, I just can't find fault in the fact he provides that sort of calming atmosphere. And he goes out and he delivers. Maybe it's not the big splash plays all the time, although he had some big splash plays right. yesterday, uh, thanks to James Washington on a couple of big, big throws right. and catches. Um, but at the same time, um, there is just And the a, throw a to Tevin Jones, yeah, the that te- seam route. That was a dynamite throw. Right, right. Now, that had more gun on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And Tevin made an awesome Tevin, catch. Yeah, yeah, he did. And being able to come up with that ball in between two guys, knowing he's going to get blasted. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I really – Tevin also had a, a great block later on for a first down. He was out in front of somebody carrying the ball. Uh, I think it was it was Jalen Samuels yeah, yeah. coming up, and he had a nice block at the first down marker. Uh, you know, one of the things uh, I, I think, too, you know, when um, uh, the, the one pick uh, that uh, he threw, right. uh, I don't think it would have been a pick if Deontay Johnson didn't quit on the route. Oh. Yeah. There's no, there's something, there was, uh, there was something wrong. With right, right. All right. There's two things wrong with that. Number one, I don't think Deontay knew the route. Right. All right. He, you know, and second of all, don't quit when yeah. you see the guy continuing. Right. Go after him. Yeah. I mean, he he ran right past him uh, to tackle, but then I, I I I will give him credit. He hustled back and he made the tackle. True. But but, but he should have been on he, it earlier. But he shouldn't have quit on that route. Right. No. He shouldn't have quit on that route. I don't. And I don't know why he did. I thought maybe he thought there was a back shoulder throw coming or something. Uh-huh. I I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but certainly pulling up early like that was crazy. You know, one of the things I I, I love that Mike Tomlin said uh, in an interview, post game interview, he said I wanted him to know that I had confidence in him. And I, I don't know uh, how much they cut the offense. Uh, you know, I, I think um, from from what I saw, you know, he's probably pretty comfortable with the offense. He's, you know, he's been he's been at it since uh, preseason. He's been at it since camp. He he probably knows the offense. I do believe yeah. that, but I don't believe that he's got that overarching confidence based on game experience that you want. Right. All right. So I think maybe Mike's like, all right, we got to let him cut it loose a little bit, show him we got right. some confidence. I mean, they, they you, did. The thing that was – you, you talk about a prescient moment. You said, I think he's got to go long ball. And a play later, he throws down the sideline right. to, to James. Yeah. It was, it was great. And you're right. You got to let the guy go out and, right. and be able to be threatening to the, that back end of the second. Because early, we threw a lot of checkdowns, a right. lot of screens. And I, I also said, if right. I was you're Steve talking Wilkes, about it. the defensive coordinator – of uh, of the Cleveland Browns, I'm saying watch the screens, watch the checkdowns, get after them, you know, right. tackle the catch. And uh, but then all of a sudden he started opening up. Yes. Uh, and when he opened it up, uh, you know, you got to stretch the field. Yes. Uh, the, you know, that's what uh, Sid Gilman said. Uh, you know, the father of the modern day passing game. He said, you've got to throw the ball downfield. You've got to stretch. The secondary, and uh, you know, uh, and he was. There's no doubt yeah. because they keep creeping up, right. creeping up, timing those yeah, short the, and patterns. You, and, and you saw how they crowded 
the box. Oh, absolutely. When we went two tight ends, uh, you know, uh, or three tight ends. Right. Man, they, you had 10 guys in a box. Frankly, with, with Zach in there, it's like three and a half tight ends. That's right. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Zach is uh, – boy – and did you see that wham Zach had on Justin Burris? Oh, I did. Oh, I did. I, you know, poor Justin Burris. Uh, uh, you know that was that reminded me of my dad always talking about the semi rolling over the Volkswagen. Right, right, you know right. What I mean, it's like a speed bump. Yeah, and yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I, it reminded it a me of a, st- it, a of a steamroller uh, <laughs> rolling the asphalt. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, he just I just watched it on the film. Justin Burris, he was the straight, you know, and, and they had three safeties uh, down this week. Um, they had Eric Murray hurt, uh, and uh, Morgan Burnett tore his Achilles. Right. And Demarius Randall got in trouble. We we don't know what what trouble we got into. Uh, right. We've heard some rumors, but we're not gonna we're not gonna say. We're not gonna participate. So in that. Justin no. Burris started at strong uh, at strong safety. And uh, um, when uh, Justin, you know, Justin Burst did a great job of supporting that run, except he did he, he got planted. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got planted. He disappeared. He disappeared when uh, uh, Zach Banner rolled over him. I well, from I could see him because from where my angle was, and he did. He looked. It reminded me of the scene from Terminator when the uh, the car comes up and hits the Terminator Arnold, and Arnold goes under the car. Right, right, right. <laughs> runs him over. That was pretty much uh, what it looked like from. But I will up. say, he got up like the Terminator too. Justin Burst. He he, he, he got up and he said, "Ah, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not hurt. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm a mere fine. flesh wound. That's a, yeah, yeah. I, I Is like that. All you got. That's that. That all you got. I don't think he said that's all you got. I, I had to laugh because I that reminded me of when we were playing Houston and they had the one guy came up on the and I can't remember who it was. It was a guy from, from Pitt. Tough guy. And I drilled him. I did a headstand on his head. I mean, he went down to cut me and I nailed him. And um he got up, shook it off and, and, and looked at me like, That all you got? Yeah. Went back to the huddle. We went back to the huddle there. In our huddle, and all of a sudden there was a timeout, and I looked over here, he'd passed out in the huddle. Yeah. But he wasn't going to let me have any satisfaction at all, knowing that I'd stuck him one. Right, yeah, you know, they're, they, you never do. Uh, you never do. You're, you're, you're not going to admit that you're grog. Oh, I know. You, that, that you, you've you got, got your bell run. Yeah, 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 you're, you're not going to make, you're, you're not going to. So, um, one of the things about the game, Wolf, yes. it was not chippy. No, it was it not was chippy not at all. Chippy. It was it was a it was a physically fought game, and it was played by the rules. I I, Very I, I, I thought played. that was yeah. I thought that was good. I I didn't understand all the um, some of the calls by the uh, the head referee. I, I think the officials uh, uh, blew a couple calls. Yeah. Uh, how about the, the the call on Duck for? You know, yeah. a little, a slight head bob. It wasn't even a head bob. I, the only thing I, I thought he did there was he exhaled. Yeah, that he was breathing. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, I'm watching from the sidelines, and even on the replay, I'm going, you certainly got to give him slight movement. You can't, you know, be absolutely yeah. motionless yeah. when you're calling out signals and stuff like that. And it was such a slight movement of the head. And all you could do is see that it timed up with him exhaling. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, um, 
Uh, you know what? And, and how about this? In the post-game press conference, Duck's wearing cami. He's wearing a cami uh, hoodie. He's not shying away from the Duck moniker. That's right, right. You know what yeah, I mean? He's, yeah. he's going to play that up. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe And, and maybe that's something that gives him – that little space for feeling a little more, you know, casual. Or, shall we or, say. or it's like you. He's got that identity. Yeah, you, you, you had many identities. You were, you, you were the, you were the cowboy. Uh, uh, well, start with the uh, flannel shirts with the, the, the cutoffs. Cutoffs, yeah, right. The barbarians, right? Yeah, right. The barbarian then, brothers. then we move to others, and then you know what it becomes to bottom line. Right. You really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I, I remember the. Uh, um, the the powder blue Trans Am, the duster, the cowboy Cannonball belt, run baby, the, yeah the the uh, uh, the rodeo belt buckle. Were you in the uh, car when with me when I I topped out at one twenty five? Did I? Were you in the right? I, I might have been. You could have been. Okay. I, I might have been. Yeah. We're, we're getting that getting yeah, that Trans yeah. Am running, man. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the cowboy hat, yes. the duster, and the driving gloves. Glide, driving gloves are important when yeah. you're doing one hundred twenty five. That's right. That's right. You got to have good grippage. Yeah. Good grippage. Good grip, yeah, grippage. On Grip, the wheel. Gription. As no, gription skippy. is your feet. Yeah, sk- as skippy. Grippage would be your hands. Yeah, all right. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to give out our game balls. Uh, when we come back, it is a, a, a victory Monday, and uh, uh, Wolf is laughing hysterically. Uh, all right, uh, and, and by the way, if you want to get out of the conversation, it's 412 919 1316. 412 919-1316. He's Wolf, I'm Touch, and you are in a locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You know, we're looking to strike a blow for team in these circumstances to stand up for the game of football and team and, and prove that guys can make plays when given an opportunity. One man's misfortune is another man's opportunity. Uh, the standard is the standard, and they made all those cliches, if you will, true. Um, so I'm appreciative of that. Um, it's good to get a win. AFC North ball. Uh, excited about it. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So that's Mike Tomlin talking about an AFC North win. And it's December football. Yes, it is. Which means everything is like a playoff game. Every game is like a playoff game. And uh, he talked about the guys stepping up big. I I, I just want to stay. You know, I, I think this is, you know, when Mike won the, uh, when Mike Tomlin led this team to the Super Bowl championship, that was a phenomenal moment. Uh, and that was a great job of coaching on his part. But I think this is a great job of coaching on his part. You, you're losing the guys like Juju, uh, James, uh, Ben, uh, A.B., Lev Bell. All those guys are out the window. They're not helping you. And step on, step to, on it. to it. Yeah, and they're still winning, and they're still playing well. I, I, you, know, I, I, you know, I think uh, Mike Tomlin should be up for Coach of the Year. Now – uh, does he get it, or does uh, John Harbaugh get it? You know, and that that would be that would be uh, that would be all right too. I tend to think in in terms of I think Bob Labriola makes a great argument for the only one that should be considered the Super Bowl, Super Bowl winner. winner, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. But 
looking at what Mike Tomlin has overcome thus far, to start off one and four, win six of seven. Right. Uh, this is with, with uh, what what would that guy say, Wes? With a cover band, basically. Yeah. Pat McAfee said yeah. he's playing with a cover band as yeah. far as. Who's Pat know, McAfee? Uh, was the who's that Indianapolis punter? Wasn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he punted for the Colts for a while. He works for ESPN he, now. He, 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 he was a Pittsburgh. He's from he's from Plum. Yeah. yeah right. Punted at West Virginia University. Baby. He yeah. went swimming in the canals in Indy, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Right, right, right. Oh, that's <laughs> those those are nasty oh. too, man. Yeah. I've I've walked by them and they stink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, was, having said all that, um, you know McAfee does make the great argument. Yeah. You know, I mean, to say that he's with the cover. I like that. Yeah, the cover band. Yeah, and, and it's uh, um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like uh, uh, the island of misfit toys. You know, uh, the uh, uh, you know, you, you you've got a bunch of backups, but they're all doing great. And uh, uh, you know, I, I I think it's great, man. I think it's uh, I think they're playing so well. And as I was watching, um, you know, the defense. Uh, you know, I, I love the way the linebackers are attacking. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, Dev, uh, Devin Bush or uh, Mark Barron or Vinny, uh, they're attacking the line of scrimmage. I mean, they're they're uh, you know they're playing like Jerry O. Uh, right. They're they're not waiting. They're not waiting at all. And I I I thought that was a great uh, that was some great plays. Uh, by uh, all three of them, especially uh, Vinny, you know, and uh, you know, I I think that's it's great, man. I I just love this team. I I just love the way they're playing. Well, they came out, and again, one thing that I really was hoping for was a quick start that didn't happen, that yeah. didn't materialize. You had, uh, I mean, it was a great disparity in yards gained when the Browns came off. What it was over a hundred plus yards to. I mean, in the first half where the Steelers had, had done literally very, very little. Yeah. And that – I got to tell you, man, I had that uh, angst-type feeling in my gullet, man. Cause well, I Because when you I, come I out three and out, yeah, that I, is just no way to start. When uh, – at the end of the first half, you know, I said uh, the last time uh, the, the Browns swept the Steelers was in 1988, and you got real defensive. You know, like, I uh, Yeah, you, I, like I jinxed them. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the but, jinx. But but that was when after I said those words, that's when the, they turned it around. That's when they maybe turned that around. was an anti-jinx. Then. Yeah, that it was. Uh, it I, sounded like a jinx, but maybe you know my my jinx mometer is off. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know I, I just thought that uh, um, you know the 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 way they played, uh, the, the the Steelers are really playing team ball. And they keep taking the ball away, and uh, uh, you know that that catch that Tevin Jones made, the next catch, the next play was the touchdown to James Washington. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was. You so know, maybe that was the anti-jinx jinx. Right. The anti-jinx jinx, and well. it, and it was right in that period when I said that, you know, uh, and you got real mad at me. Well, I did because uh, yeah. you know what you you jinxed us so many times. I'm not it's just j- like there, there's no such thing that you would bring a, a salt shaker with you for crying out loud. I I, I, I mean it, you should be like spitting over your shoulder, you know, as long as you ain't hitting Billy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean all the time up there, man. Uh, I I would just say that uh, um, you know you you've got to be encouraged 
and you know we're going to Arizona. I think they're three seven and one. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think they're four eight and one now, aren't they? Four. Uh, oh no, you can't be because yeah, they're they're three yeah. seven and one. Because uh, right, they lost last night, yeah, badly yeah. yesterday. Uh, and so, uh, um, thinking about my brother, I'm thinking, wow, that's rough. Right, right, right. Uh, and, and so, you know, as we go down the stretch, you know, we've got the Cardinals, and then we got Buffalo. And I, I heard that we got flexed we to did. Sunday night. Is that true? That's what I heard yesterday. Yeah. Oh man. So that's a night game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, anyway, killing my my sleep, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, the night games kill your sleep, but uh, you know, so so be it. Yeah, so be it. It it you know it is, and the uh, the Bills are coming into town, and uh, uh, and it's going to be a big game because uh, they're fighting for. I just uh, wonder if they playoffs. bring any wings. Wouldn't yeah, they? that would yeah, be nice. Why, why don't you? Why don't, why don't you just? Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, maybe a little beef on Weck. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, uh, but I they're like not going to do that. They're no. not going to do that. But. You got to go home to get that beef on wax. Oh, and, it's, it's uh, so good uh, to get that uh, juice going, man. Yeah. You get that just poured over the bun. Yeah. Uh. And so, anyways, uh, so we're going to Arizona, and uh, uh, this is going to be a, another playoff game. I mean, this is December football. You've got every game uh, it has has significance, and uh, you Brent's know, picking up even more. Yeah. So all right, let's go. So who you who's going to be your uh, uh, game ball on offense? Oh, James Washington. Yeah, four for four hundred and buck whatever, uh, some change, and great uh, catches. Great catches. Yeah. I mean, there were significant catches. They were catches that you needed to stretch that back end because, as you said, everybody's creeping up towards the line of scrimmage right. and everybody's running downhill. Well, you need somebody to be able to stretch them out and make sure that uh, guys are checking the. Uh, the routes at the back end. Nobody's, you know, nobody. You gotta, you gotta stay home a little bit. Yeah. And I thought James just the, the catch in the end zone was just unreal. Well, yeah, because it, it, you the know, guy followed him what a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, right. It was uh, uh, holding uh, and pass interference right? at the same time. You know, and I looked at that and to have the concentration and that ball to drop in like it did. It was sensational. All right. Know? So Clay just tra- texted me and said the Cardinals are three eight and one, not three seven and one. All right. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I was thanks, right. Clay. Yeah. Uh, I, even though my math was off, I'm still trying yeah, to figure that one. Yeah. Out. Um, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my math was off as well. So uh, yeah, it's, it, it makes sense. It's because it's twelve games. Is it the twelve? 12 I couldn't remember point? whether yeah. we were week eleven or twelve. Right. Right. Thirteen. Uh, but uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Duck Hodges. I'm going to give him my game ball sure. because uh, uh, he he was Great the choice. spark. I mean, he was the spark, and the decisions he's made, and the throws that he made, and uh, you know, I, I, and the confidence he's played with, and you know, y- you got to love it. Uh, you you you've you've got to love the way he's playing, and you know. When confidence builds, it builds, and uh, and it's kind of like a wave. Uh, it's kind of like the beach, the well, big you wave. Well, you heard the duck calls yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that we got Mallard mania sweeping all over the stadium, Yeah, which turned to Mallard magic when you watch James Washington operate and pull off a couple of magical catches. Uh, that was absolutely phenomenal. Here's the thing about it. You know, did you, uh, you he's know, a young guy, I, but he gives a, a spark 
that that just seems to catch others in it. So I heard duck calls at the when, when I was walking out of the stadium. Yeah. I, I, there were so many duck yeah, calls. Absolutely. Now are duck calls illegal like cowbells? I'm just wondering, you know, yeah. what I mean? because uh, do they ever get loud enough that they could be remember, mi- misconstrued remember, as a whistle? Remember that one year we were we were asking for cowbell. And yeah. uh, they said so no, ca- yeah, so no, they're no, illegal. No, no cowbells, cowbells. no yeah. cowbells. So, Can't have cowbells. So, duck calls are probably illegal, too. I guess, but how do you, boy, that it would be tough because you get you can hide those easily, right? No, right, it's not like a cowbell, yeah, that's right. It's not like a cowbell coming you know, in, yeah, yeah, you got a whole cow walking along, you uh, got yeah, that yeah, bell hanging yeah, from yeah, it. I mean, yeah. come on, more cowbell, yeah, all right. Uh, so, uh, so I, I'm gonna go with Duck Hodges and uh, as my first game ball, uh. My second game ball, I I I, I agree with you. Uh, I I think James made the big catches, and uh, every throw every throw that Duck made to him, he caught. Yes, uh, and uh, that was huge. Man. Yeah, uh, and he you know he he did a great job. I mean, he is a combat catcher. I mean, you know, he goes up for it. With guys draped on him, and he comes down with it. I, I, I you know, I, I'm amazed the way he. Uh, well, it's like you say, he's got the inspector gadget arms that right. he uses at times. Right. He didn't use them yesterday, in essence. But that catch in the end zone, again, the ability to focus and control your body, whilst you got people hanging on to you and pulling on your shoulders, and you got a guy about ready to light you up coming in, and then the other one running along the sidelines, he one-handed it and pinned it against his shoulder pad while he's running that go route. I just thought that was sensational. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I agree with you. And you know what? He, he he is now the big play receiver for the Steelers. And, uh, you know, he's going to go up and get it. And I, I love the way he runs routes. Uh, I love the way he sticks his foot in the ground. I love the way uh, he catches the ball and uh, – Man, he is last uh, two weeks. Yeah. he has been the big play guy. Right, right. And he's delivered for Duck and for the Steelers. If I was that which Duck, has been disappeared. If I was Duck, I'd throw it to him all the time. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Well, you've got to be able to move the ball around. Come on, you know. You know, he's got four targets, four right. receptions, and you know what? He only threw the ball twenty-one times. Yeah, yeah. So you got to. It's not like Duck yeah. is going to have uh, forty. Yeah. throws per game. Yeah. Um, right now, the biggest thing is, is keeping him in balance, giving him an opportunity to be successful, and hopefully staying away from the big third downs, like third and nine, third yeah. and 11, things like that that get you into the trouble. Yeah, move the chains. Uh, uh, move the chains. All right, we're going to take a break, uh, and when we come back, we're going to take your calls. The, the phone lines have lighted up, and uh, thanks, Clay, for that information. Uh, yeah, your dad was a, wrong, Clay. Yeah, but I, I was right. Yeah, although yeah, I, I, I you, fudged on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, I went down. You real lost quick. your confidence. I did. until I Clay. I lost my confidence until Clay texted it, and then we, now <laughs> I was okay. like, "Oh yeah yeah, 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 I got it now." All right, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back after this. He's Wolf on Touch, and you are in a locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Man, it feels good to win always, but it definitely feels good to win. 
understand when you're faced with adversity in terms of people avail available to you. There's just less margin for error. Um, not that we feel like we're incapable, we just realize that we got to play closer uh, to, to optimum uh, to an optimum level. And so uh, they did what they needed to do tonight. I thought particularly in the second half. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold Steelers Nation Radio. So we got Rare Earth celebrating, and uh, we want to celebrate too as Mike Tomlin is celebrating. And uh, you know, a, the this win was huge because uh, the playoffs were hanging in the balance. And you, when you've got four explosive players on on offense like uh, the Cleveland Browns do, uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, uh, Odell, Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry. I mean, those guys are explosive players. Right. And we took them out of the, you know, uh, what's his name uh, had uh, had a touchdown. Kareem Hunt had a touchdown, and uh, Jarvis Landry. But I, I just think, uh, you know, uh, it, it was uh, – uh, or not Jarvis Landry. Kareem Hunt had one touchdown, and that was their touchdown. Uh, the, that was the only touchdown. Uh, Jarvis Landry had a nice – had a couple of nice catches, six. And uh, But, uh, you know, you, you notice how they played Kareem Hunt in the, uh, in the slot a lot, and that's when he scored his touchdown. Well, not he didn't score his touchdown. He was the sidecar. And uh, uh, Nick Chubb was the tailback, and Chubb went out in the flat, flat, and uh, uh, Kareem Hunt ran an in cut, and he was wide open. And it was, uh, you know, the, the, these guys are uh, uh, are very, very talented. But the Steelers' defense did a great job, Wolf. Uh, they did. I mean, I, I think they did a great job. You know, love the way that uh, you know we we talked about this last segment. I love the way. Uh, the Steeler linebackers were attacking the line of scrimmage. They're playing like Jerry O. Mike right. Hilton, Mike Hilton, gets under blocks. He doesn't get blocked. He he, he just gets under blocks and he makes tackles. He on does. The, uh, uh, you know. Now, to be fair, we saw we were just watching the film. We saw a couple where he he couldn't see around the guy. Yeah. But he's taking on a bigger guy yeah. and he takes the sh proper shoulder gap and plays his gap. Right. But it's funny because you know he can't see the yeah, guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. He just he just says. I think the guy's going to be there. Yeah, exactly. And, and he makes him. But yeah. he, he does make plays. Right. And he has been making plays not just with his blitzing, not just with tackling guys, but his coverage skills. He's he's gotten better and better and better. And all season long, I think he's upgraded his coverage ability. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It, you know, I uh, loved the way. And, and I, hey, you know, we were talking about it on the air yesterday during the game. Love the way uh, T.J. Watt had the hand swat. And, the very uh, first sack was uh, on the bay, and, and he crushed Baker Mayfield. I mean, yeah. Baker Mayfield got crushed on that. Well, you think about it. I mean, uh, one of the things I was really concentrating on was I, I said, and we talked about this, you and me, you know, we were both of the mindset of Cleveland and that Thursday night game. They got four sacks, 11 hits. You like right. That should be what the Steelers do. Right. The Steelers got to turn this around. They're more capable of it. And with, given the fact that they had, out of their 38 sacks, 
uh, before the game yesterday. 30 of them came in Heinz Field. Right. You knew this was an opportunity to get after it. Well, they did. They flipped the script. They got five sacks, and they got uh, seven quarterback hits. Yeah. So that's what they needed to do against the Browns, and they performed it. And it started quick. And I was really surprised. I watched Chris Hubbard on the very first pass rush that T.J. got him on. Yeah. And his hands were low. His and hands just, were low. I, I, he, you know, he, you could see it happening. And just as soon as he set up, I thought, his hands are low. And then whack. Yeah. T.J. came with that inside hand trap. It was dynamite. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Vinny almost got us. Uh, you know, the, the, the funny thing was uh, the linebackers were attacking – and there were swimming the guards on run plays. Uh, Devin Bush had a great swim mm-hmm. uh, on uh, on uh, uh, what's his name? Joel Batonio. And then uh, Vinny swam J J C Trotter and and it made the play. Uh, and you know, you know, J, you know. One of the things I, I think, too, is, uh, you know, I, I was making notes as I was watching the film. Jalen Samuels is deceivingly fast. He always looks like he outruns guys. I mean, he's very smooth. And uh, when, he takes a, uh, 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 when he takes the pass out into the flat, and he just outruns everybody. It, it just, it, you know, he is deceivingly fast. All of a sudden, he gets the top speed. Uh, in a couple steps, and he route, outruns guys. Yeah. No question about it. Now, the other guy was, you know who I was surprised at, Wyatt Teller, because I thought he was going to be a little bit better. Right. It's like you say, he wasn't better. Javon Hargrave did a nice job pass rushing right. him on a couple of instances. Yeah. And uh, I um, I thought uh, Javon really looked good. Oh, Javon played a great game. He really did well. He had six he tackles, well. a sack, and uh, one quarterback hit. But, but he was – you know, those guys between Tyson Alulu, Cam Hayward, and Javon Hargrave, they were collapsing the pocket. You know, a lot of times Baker Mayfield had nowhere to step up and throw, and that's right. why he tries to escape. Yeah. No question about did much better keeping Baker in that pocket. Right. You know, pressing the pocket from the inside and from the outside, being disciplined, not giving up huge gaps being forced into running that arc. When uh, TJ would uh, go around the back door, he shaved that arc really right. nice. And Bud was – So did Bud. Bud was huge. Yeah. Um, man, I'll tell you what. He Bud a second really... and a half, and he missed two of them. Yes, yeah. I know. It was yeah. like, get Zooks, Bud. You would, I would bet you he's missed a good five sacks yeah. thus far. Yeah. I mean, and, and he knows it. Yeah. That, that one. You he, know, he had was, his hands on I his head. I know. Sack. He was pounding himself in the head, and it was kind of like going, ah, I missed that one. But when he misses sacks – he drives the guy. He drives the quarterback to another guy. Right. So, um, he's done much better. Yeah, he, he does not yeah. waste his rush. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he comes up. He looks like he's got a plan when he rushes. Now he's got the edge. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's trying to figure it out in the right. middle of it. Uh, he's got a plan when he steps up there and he gets after it. And he certainly constricts, if not really confines, the pocket area on a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and 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 I'm I'm looking at my notes uh, that I took. That, that you know, I love uh, I love Kareth White. I mean, he 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 is a good kickoff returner. Nice young man. Yeah, too. yeah, and he's uh, he he he's every time he kept takes the ball. Now sometimes he gets thrown down, uh, but every time he 
Uh, he has the ball. You, you're waiting for him to break a play. On the kickoff return, he had a really nice uh, kickoff return. Um, but, you know, I, I'm also – one of the things that I want to see him in more is screens. I want to see him screens. I want to see him in the uh, uh, in the flat, uh, you know, flat pad. I want to see him in a, uh, in a, on a check down because I think this guy is very elusive. Well, I think getting him into space is what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, it's nice to be able to hand off and, and do what you need to do, but Benny Snell right now is a guy who is really coming on as far as getting his carries in there. Right. This guy does a great job of constantly – um, keeping the leg drive going. He finds the little cracks in there and squirts through at times. Um, he he really does a nice job of pushing the pile in there. Right. I mean, you know, when you think he's done, he adds another yard or two. Yeah. Uh, that's what you want out of your running back, a guy that is able to keep that leg drive going, even when you're in the midst of, uh, you know, several players, and give your guys an opportunity to come alongside you and push that pile forward. All so, right. Uh, let's go to the phones. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Ed in Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing today? Good. Doing great, brother. Uh, How are you doing? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. man. Looking better than being a Steelers fan in Cleveland today. You know, you got to know that. <laughs> uh, anyway, just real quick, you know, I was talking about game balls, you know, today. I I, I think just like you said, Benny Snell has got to get my game ball on that one. We're on the what is it, about a half yard line, and he he rips off that ten yard run. That was a huge play, man. I'd, yeah, I right. out of the hole, and I, I personally think we got cheated out there. We should have been on the twenty to begin with. There should we have, or did I miss something there? Well, but, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah. I think uh, I think uh, the ball touched his thigh, Carlson, uh, when he downed it, and uh, I, I. But uh, you know. It wasn't inconclusive, and that's what they say about the replays. It's got to be inconclusive. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't see him have control, but they say he did. So, anyway, and on defense, I, game ball's got to go to TJ and Bud. I, in this game, what I see different from TJ, he didn't let he didn't let Baker roll out to the outside. Right. You know, he didn't let him get that right right thing. He, he contained him, and I, and I thought we might uh, – might, might actually have some blitzes coming from that right side. Normally, Hilton blitz off, uh, off our right side, their left. Right. Hilton normally comes off that side. I thought this game we might have some some left left side blitzes, but it didn't happen. I didn't really see much of that. Other real thing real quick is that this white kid and, and the other the other kid that, that from Clemson, that Kane kid, do you think these guys played themselves into contracts for next year? Or, oh, I think so, man. They, these guys are going to be players. Uh, I, I love them both. Uh, you know, Deion Kane, uh, man, he, he is fast and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, he caught, he caught one, you know, he caught one ball, but, uh, and he got, a uh, uh, he, he's, uh, baiting guys to, to get, uh, past well, he made a, a play on special teams too, yeah. I think. Yeah. The point yeah, he he did. is he did. here, but here's the point that let's not get all excited about next year. Let him finish out this right. year no, and yeah. let us go that. with I the Colbert with rule and see, I, you know, how, how they progress. Yeah. And I'm even talking about the Ducks, you know, and I, I, I was listening to, um, Golic and Wingo this morning and they had some, some special where some, I guess some, some Sanford kids were in a box or something there. And one of them tweeted out something about uh, Hodges. You know, everybody calls him the duck or whatever. And then he, they, they describe all of his passing yards and, uh, you know, his touchdowns and, you know, the, the 
whatever that FBS football he played at Stanford, and uh, let's start let's start taking him for some of that stuff. And they tweeted, and then I guess Duck replied to the week uh, tweet, and he goes, "Well, I still do have a little redneck in me." <laughs> I guess that was his response <laughs> to the tweet. And uh, another real quick thing is too, I, I, I also seen uh, we always talked about Mason and uh, the, the camaraderie for him and uh, him in Washington. But you know, I'm really seeing that with uh, with Devlin and, and him now. And I did see an Instagram picture of those two guys hunting together. So I think uh, Washington has a little redneck in him too. So uh, well, anyway, all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's off the he's off uh, the the farm. His yeah, dad yeah. talks about. Yeah, yeah I remember right. talking with him. He's saying, you know, his dad works from sun up to yeah, yeah. sundown on the farm, and that's so you a know, hard life. And so he's a hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Thanks for the so, call. Ed. Thank you, guys. Have a good. All right. Uh, and you don't want. And they've been. They've got a a, a good relationship uh, uh, right now, James and uh, a, a duck, uh, and. Um, you know, it, it was interesting. Uh, one of the comments that Ed made is uh, 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 the way that uh, TJ rushed up to the outside shoulder, uh, the up shoulder of uh, of Baker Mayfield, and he couldn't get around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he, you know, he'd step up, uh, and I and and uh, the the fact that Mike Hilton. He did blitz off both edges. He did blitz off both edges, and but uh, uh, both time, you know, there were more run plays that he blitzed on uh, instead of pass plays that he blitzed on, and, uh, and and so you know sometimes when you blitz, uh, we, we we saw it yesterday too. They they throw the completions to Kareem Hunt, and if he if you're the linebacker and you're blitzing. Uh, there's nobody out in coverage, uh, and so sometimes blitz works. Sometimes the blitz doesn't. Sometimes work. it don't. Yeah, and you live by the sword, you die by the that's sword. That's right, and and uh, it's uh, uh, you know you 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 make that decision, and uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work, and you you do you you don't stop blitzing because sometimes it doesn't work. Uh, but I think the Steelers did a great job of holding. Uh, Baker Mayfield in check, under 200 yards, one pick, uh, you, you know, one touchdown pass, and that was to Kareem Hunt on uh, on a little delay. And uh, uh, we're going to keep uh, giving out these uh, game balls. He's Wolf. I'm Touch. We'll take your calls uh, after uh, the break, and we're going to start on our second hour, and it is a Steeler Victory Monday. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You know, we just trying to get all these W's, man, just keeping them stacked up. It's December football, like Coach T said, so it's serious now. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. So th- there is nothing like December football when you're on the edge. Uh, you know, when you are fighting for a playoff spot, every day you come to work, you've got focus. Every day you come to work, you've got intensity. Every day you come to work is a day to get better. 
And uh, and Chuck used to say that today is an opportunity to get better. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. You, you never, never stay, stay the, the same. same. Yeah. And so uh, it, it, it's exciting. I, I, I love it. And uh, they're going to uh, and, and this team does better with their backs against the wall. True. And uh, and, and their backs are against the wall. So uh, <laughs> that's a true statement that, that, also. Yeah, that's a true statement. And so uh, you've, you've got it. Uh, and, you know, I, as I was as I was thinking about this, uh, you know, our game balls, we gave one to Duck. You gave one to James. I gave one to James and you and uh, uh, you gave one to Benny Snell. Your second Benny game Snell. Ball? Yeah. Yes, I'm giving one to Benny Snell because it's obvious the young man is really coming on as a ball carrier. Yeah. What I like is the fact that he doesn't take it to the, uh, you know, outside. He stays between the tackles, and he finds and picks his way through. Right. He's got some uh, excellent leg drive. He doesn't stop his feet when he gets hit. When he gets into a pile, he just pushes harder. Uh, those are all qualities that you love in a, in a good tackle-to-tackle running back. And he's doing better in finding the hole, in finding yes. the crease. Absolutely. Early in the season – uh, he had some issues. Yeah, he, yeah, and uh, and uh, I think the offensive line is coming off the ball better. Uh, I think they're by golly. Right I think you're right about that. Okay, when you now, watch it now. Uh, and Pounce is back this week. Free Pouncey. How about that? I yeah. love that uh, t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, and the sweatshirts. I saw Ragu had one. Right. It said the free Pouncey. And he's big free. as life. And he is free this week, which by the way ends the uh, two-game win streak of. Uh, B.J. Finney, who right. has now gone to 11-1. and one. Yeah. He's closing in on Chris Hoke's historic 17-1 right. and one all-time backup record. Right. Uh, uh, you know, so I, all good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Lincoln in Seattle. Lincoln, welcome to the locker room. Hey, thank you, brothers. And, um, yeah, very nice win yesterday. Um my game ball just goes to the whole team. They play like a team. And um, um, going on to uh, to the future here, um, I agree with kind of like Wolf there. I think they had the chains on uh, Hodges there early. And, you know, they were loading up the box, and we're just going run, run, and then, try to get the first down on third down and long. And it's just like, let, I, I was getting frustrated myself watching it because I was like saying, let the, get the chains off of him and let him throw the ball. Um, I'm just looking down the future wise, you know, because um, we're, we're going to see, you know, Buffalo and, uh, and we can't fall behind on them and, and we need like a tight end in the middle, you know, go down. And I know there's a, no, there's got to be an opening. If they got, they got the boxes loaded, the tight end, you know, the seam route. Um, uh, that's all. I mean, uh, I'm not no coach or anything like that. I just see what you guys think. Thank you very much, guys. All right, Appreciate Ed or uh, Lincoln. Uh, thanks for the call, Lincoln. Uh, you know what? It, it's just, um, uh, you know, the the the. You've got to see how Duck becomes comfortable with his receivers. Now, there have been a lot of checkdowns to Vance, and Vance has broken a lot of tackles. Boy, did you see him run over right. those guys yeah. at the end of the yeah. game? Yeah. Uh, that was very nice. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, hey, I, I, uh, uh, you know, I, I want to give a shout out uh, uh, to uh, uh, Stephen Drake. I met him at you. Uh, we were out to dinner, Karen and I, and uh, he came over to the table and sat down. Uh, and and uh, you don't know him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, his dad, William Drake. Uh, but I had a chance to pray for him because he's good. good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, share the gospel with him and uh, my my testimony, and it was uh, really nice. So the, the uh, last night was uh, after the game, and okay. we had a nice uh, dinner. Where'd you go to dinner? Coughlin's Law. Never heard of it's, it. It's on Mount Washington. Ah, uh, must yeah. be one of those uh, hoi polloi places. It's not a hoi polloi place. Oh. It, it's it's a regular place. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I mean, but you know, those yeah, are the kind of eateries that yeah. uh, normally Well, you, you know. always go to the Calientes, uh, but you don't take <laughs> your right. good buddy. Although I go to Bob Evans, too, baby. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I go to J&J's Diner up on the Mount. Yeah, I, I like diners better than uh, Bob Evans. Yeah. Bobby yeah. Evans is a good dude. I know it's he's a good dude. All right. Yeah. Rio Grande, right yeah. there in Ohio, baby. Yeah. Rio Grande. All right, let's uh uh it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Juan in Charleston. Welcome to the locker room, Juan. Hey. Juan? Hello, Juan. Hello, Juan. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Hello, can you hear me? Juan. Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me, can you hear yep. me guys? Yeah. Hey, good morning, buddy. How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing good. I uh, just want to say um, shout out to the nice win by the team. Hey, I got a joke for you, Wolf. So, um, so I was listening to the game, and I was pumping gas because I was coming back from Florida because I went to Florida for Thanksgiving. So I walk inside the convenience store, and I had on my hunting gear. The guy says, Oh, this guy looks like he's going he's going hot and I say I say, No, I'm going duck. We got a duck season today. <laughs> Very good. I like it. <laughs> so where's so your game for, ball uh, going? For game ball I wanna go with um I'm gonna give it to my man duck because he did the thing. Because right. I was like I said, I was listening to the on the show and and times I had to disagree with you, it is a, it is a such thing as jinx. So, Wolf, you got that one, buddy. Juan, there's no such thing as jinxes. You can't jinx a team. Tell him to carry a salt shaker, would you, Juan? Come on. Yeah, so he, he was saying that the Steelers haven't been swept by, by the Browns in a long time. So, I was saying, I hope he don't jinx us either. So, got to give it to Duck. And then the other one, I'm going to give it to James Washington because James made about three good catches for us. And that's open up the field for us. And on defense, I'm going with Javon Hargrave. He had a good game yesterday. What you guys think? Yeah, I I, I love Javon. Javon, Javon, you know, because of Stefan Tuitt's injury. Now I don't I don't like guys getting hurt, so other guys can play. But uh, you know, Javon plays every play now. Uh, not every play, but, you know, he's playing a, a, a big percentage of the plays. And uh, I think between Cam, uh, Javon, and Tyson Alu-Alu, they've done a great job of uh, making up for the lack of production that Stefan Tewitt, uh, uh his injury has caused. So I, I, I just um, – I, I watch the way they play the run. They play the run great, and they collapse the pocket. They do a great job of collapsing the pocket. 
Yeah, I have to agree with you. I know we said just take it one game at a time, but I'm already looking forward to this Buffalo game. And the NFL flex it for Sunday night football, so I'm ready. And we have to look at it. We got the two Amherst brothers on our side, and Buffalo have the other Amherst guys. So hopefully we get the win. I'm ready for that Buffalo game. Yeah, we got two Edmonds. They only have one, so we're we're, right, we're, right. we're going to win the game. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm ready for that game. Well, yeah. make sure you got your duck call and your duck jacket ready to go, buddy. Yeah, where the cami? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm keeping it on as long as ducking and game. I'm running game with him, so I'm keeping. I'm riding the mojo like Wolfie. <laughs> I don't believe in mojo like I don't believe in uh, jinxes. Don't let him. Don't let him sway you, Juan. All right, we know I'm the not, sto- we know I'm the power not. of mojination. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I'm sticking with Wolf. Times, you know, I, you know, I really stick with Wolf, but Wolf, Wolf, Wolf is laying the hammer down. So I gotta stick with Wolf this time. <laughs> All right, you you stick with Wolf, Juan. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't mind, uh, but I don't think mojination is a word. <laughs> Again, he's a disbeliever. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Juan. Thanks, brother. Appreciate your call. All right, thank you, my brothers. Have a good one. Take All care, right, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> You're in the locker room, he's Wolf. I'm touch. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to CR in Chicago. Uh, welcome to the locker room, CR. What's going on, guys? CR, sitting next to Chicago. How the heck you two old folks doing this morning? Superfluous. Yeah, we're getting older and foggier. Superfluous. Oh, yep. Hey, I, I, I want to also holler at the guy you got in the background. The one they call the Wild Wild West. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, and before we get into the, what's going on, I got a chance to talk with Greg when I called him, and Greg said he did not put me at the bottom, bottom of the line of the day. <laughs> He's defending himself now. Yeah, you know what? You're just a little late calling, CR. <laughs> hey, man, I tell you, like I told you before, I have my clock set. My clock is what, my phone, actually, what wakes me up. I got to set to t- uh, two minutes to nine, which is uh, my time, and, uh, when the phone goes off, I automatically uh, dial it to, to you guys. But anyway, I'm here now. And, uh, hey, guys, I really appreciate it, especially with you, Wolf. I really appreciate it talking with your son the other day. You know, yes. like I said, being a former military guy, I know you're yep. very proud. And I hope yep. you guys had a, had a good evening when you left, man. We did. We did. Had a great time. Thank now, you so uh, much. How many game balls we got? You Whatever got, you want to give out, man. Yeah, three game balls on offense, three game balls on defense. Okay, well, my first game ball is not going to the offense. It's not going to the defense. It's not going to the special teams. It's going to the coach and his staff. For what right. we've been through and where we're at, we have got to give this man his props. Can I get a yes on that? Amen. You can get a yes. Yeah, you can get an amen on that, yes. uh, CR. Even more important, an amen. <laughs> I get an amen Double on amen. That. That'll work. <laughs> and then my, my, uh, my other game ball, I got to go with the duck. I got no choice because w- without him, he um, – you know, none of this stuff is coming together. And uh, for my offensive guy, I tell, I'm going to split the ball in half. I'm going to give half to Washington, and I'm going to give the other half to uh, um, the, the um, uh, Benny Snell. Okay. Yeah. Right. Very good. Good, 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 good choice. What choices. about defense? Uh, defense? Oh, man. I, I can't about- leave Watt out. No kind of way can I leave Watt out. And right. I, I got to go with Dupree because Watt and Dupree are acting a fool together, man. Since they changed sides and, and came together and now they got an understanding of how each other plays, uh, I got to give them um, uh, my game ball. I guess I give the other game ball to the, to the rest of the defense, man. It, yeah. it was, um, 
it was a great win all the way around, man. Now, uh, Wolf, I'm, I'm with you. I got your back on this starting slow, man. I oh, am yeah, no. tired of us starting slow. Wow. We have got to get out there and just uh, – we're taking the reins off of the duck a little bit. So give him some opportunity. I think he's getting more and more comfortable. But we got to get up maybe a 14-point 14, 14 uh, lead or something, and that's going to give the defense the opportunity to just um, go in the backfield and create havoc, man. Uh, are you with me on that or what? Absolutely. Attack. But you got to get the lead first. That's the problem. We, yeah. we just, for what, six straight weeks or something like that, we've come out and spotted the other team a lead. And that's just, Seven. it's unacceptable. What do, you, yeah. what do you think is actually causing this, man? What, what is it from your perspective? You've been on the line, both of you guys. It's always so a battle. You've been out there. I, I, huh? I, think, I think it's um, uh, the, the fact that we've, uh, played different quarterbacks, uh, 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 CR, and I okay. think uh, that it takes a while to gel. No question. Uh, it takes a okay. little bit of while to gel. You know, it's not like we've got Ben and we start off fast. It's just uh, – and the, the first couple games, the first three games, I thought we started out slow because, uh, uh, because of the lack of playing time in the preseason. But everybody's got that. And so uh, – it's part of uh, of the NFL today, and uh, but I think uh, you're going to start seeing uh, quicker starts now because Duck is playing more. You know, now he's three. Okay. Of, uh, uh, last night I said uh, at the at the end of the game I said he was two and zero. Karen reminded me that he was three and zero. Uh, uh, you know, or two point five and zero because he came in right at the half. <laughs> Uh, but you know he, he won the game uh, in Cincinnati, so he's three and zero. He beat the uh, he beat the Chargers. He beat the uh, can, uh, Cincinnati, and he uh, and yesterday he beat uh, the, Browns. Uh, the, the Browns. So he's on a roll, and I think Cr. I think to your point yeah. and to Wolf's point, it's going to change. Uh, it's they're going to start a little faster. Yeah. He, uh, I, I really hope so. And I, I kind of agree with you on what you're saying. I really hadn't looked at it from that perspective with all the chaos we have, all the pieces we've been shuffling around. Uh, I can see that. And I can also understand that uh, as we continue to play together, he's got, he's got the rest of the season to get together. And by the time we get to, to the end of the season, uh, it should be good. We are in a playoff situation. We've been in a playoff situation now for about almost four or five weeks. So uh, every game is a playoff game for us. Comment? Well, you, that, that's what we've been talking about, CR. Yeah, uh, 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 the, the, there's there's nothing that you can <laughs> say. Oh, just drop one here. Yeah, yeah. You know? you know, when we were in '89, we won five of our last six, and like seven things had to happen oh, when we, after we beat Tampa Bay, and uh, uh, you know, and they uh, all dropped in. Yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, and, and uh, it, it 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 all happened, and we beat. Uh, uh, on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, the Oilers in Houston in the wild card round, oh, and, then, and then we were kicking Denver's tails, and then we got Elwade. But to me, the, the the greatest thing that happened that weekend that we needed to, when we beat Tampa was it snowed in Tampa yeah. Bay for the yeah. first time in like right. 30 yeah. years. It was a brownout. That was awesome. That yeah. was just so awesome. If that was an indicator we were supposed to win, I don't know what was. Yeah, and, and that might have been the coldest I've ever been. 
in Tampa, Tampa because yeah. we didn't have we didn't bring no you didn't bring any weather yeah. stuff yeah yeah it was uh, it was bad. <laughs> so well hey guys I appreciate it. I do want to give a shout out to all our our people out there especially you Juan and all the rest of the guys. Hey all guys right. uh, it was a great win I look forward to this coming weekend and uh, I'm gonna get a state this time. All right. In the meantime and in between time. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. You're on it, CR. Way to go. CR, we're going to hook it up strong. Yeah, way to hook it up strong. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more of your calls. By the way, it's 412-919-1316. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. job up front giving me time uh, I had to settle down early in the game I'll probably get out of pocket um, a couple times when I shouldn't have but uh, that, that two-minute drive probably was when I really you know, kind of started settling down in the pocket and and that's kind of I think when we started clicking a lot better you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio you know now that was duck and one of the things that, that you mean he's a humble kid. Yes. You know, uh, he's a humble kid. And he's from Alabama, and they played Sweet Home Alabama in pregame. Did you I notice that? that? Yeah. Yes, I did. And I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. And, again, watching the young man operate, and, again, seeing his almost casual approach to the game, which I understand that's probably like a defense thing. They've got to be cool and calm. Uh, because you've got to do all the thinker right now, there. Uh, you know what? What? What I? What I think about it is, he. I was watching him in pregame, and he had the biggest smile on his face the whole time, and uh, you know that told that tells me, the stage is not too big for him. No. He is enjoying the experience. And, uh, you know, that that's what uh, – and, and he's got confidence and he's calm and he's enjoying the experience. Those are, th- those are three traits that uh, I think a, a, a quarterback needs. Well, before the game, I had heard him saying a quote. He said, uh, let's go out there and have fun yeah. and make plays. Yeah. And immediately registered and took me back to Coach Noel because Coach Noel uh, Coach Noel always talked about the fact that playing winning football, yeah. winning games, that's fun. Playing football's fun, but winning football, that's the most fun. Right. And he always referred to in terms of let's go out and have fun. Let's play the game of football the way right. we know how. Yeah. And that's what fun is. And I thought when he said that, it really, in my mind, really set him aside as someone who he gets it. He understands it. The pressure doesn't creep up on him and, and nibble away at him. He's one of those guys that just, you know, it's God-given resilience mentally. Yeah. You know, I think Bubby Brister had a lot of that, too. Yeah. You know, Bubby, just, Bubby, yeah. He Bubby just didn't let that. things, you yeah. know, bother him like right. a lot of quarterbacks would. Other right. quarterbacks we've known, yeah. uh, they would let it bother him, and it would be something that dragged down their performance. Right. Uh, but there's certain people who just have that natural something-something that keeps them, you know, Bobbing yeah. in turbulent waters. You know, confidence is a big 
asset to uh, the way you play. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in in uh, uh, and you know what, and and I'm uh, I I think Duck with the you know. And, and Jalen Samuels, we we talked about this earlier in the game. Jalen Samuels saying he's the calmest guy out there, no question. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you saw it, uh, you saw it by your uh, on the sidelines. Absolutely, that, yeah, you saw it. You know, yeah. and I think about this. You know, there's other guys who are extremely calm. Like, have you ever gotten a conversation with Joe Hayden? Yeah, Joe Hayden is extremely confident, not cocky, not no. arrogant, confident. And right. there's a big difference between cocky and and arrogant and confident yeah there's a quiet confidence about joe that brims out with his being able to do what he does you know it's funny because i i started talking to him about last week in cincinnati how he had uh the opportunity or whatever you know uh to close out the show with a couple of interceptions and he dropped them Mm -hmm. you remember yeah and and you know and he said before i even got there i said way to show up late in the game you know being able to and he goes oh but i should have intercepted him yeah. I was just, but he was smiling, and there was just like, you know, I'll get it when I need to get it. You he know? got it this and he week, did. and he got it this week. Got hey. one off of Baker Mayfield. I can't imagine. And think about it. This is a guy who's he's 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 got 14 pass defense uh, that, he, and he leads the Steelers, and he's tied for second most in the NFL. All right, Joe is really playing exceptionally well, right. and it comes across when you talk to him and have an opportunity to just you know listen to him and, and hear him speak. All right. All right, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go uh, to Razor Ramon in Philly. What's up, Ramon? Yo, what's up, fellas? Wolfman, Chalooch, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? We're doing great, Ramon. How's How the are Razor you? doing? Yeah, how's the Razor doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, 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 no, I haven't called y'all. It's been about, I, honestly, I'm embarrassed to say this. It's been about a year since, like, I haven't called y'all since, like, earlier last year because I'm, I'll be busy at work and stuff, but I don't want you to think for one second that I'm never like I'm always listening to y'all on the on the on the on the hookup. So, you know, Razor, I mean, greatly appreciated. Well, I, they, I thought they, when they, I saw your name on the board, I says, you know, well, you've not heard from this young man in a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm flattered that you even remember me. That makes me feel mushy a little bit, man. That yeah. How can you me? not yeah, remember the Razor? That's uh, right. Anybody with a collar yeah, moniker right. saying Razor, come on. Especially yeah, Razor right. Ramon, yeah, right? Because right. exactly. Ramon's a good buddy of ours. That's right. I hear you, buddy. I appreciate it. I feel the same way about you guys. I was just, you know, I'm calling. I'm going to get right to the point because uh, I'm here at work driving this giant trash truck right now. So I'm like knee deep in collecting trash. But I just want to say, listen, you know, from what I'm seeing out there, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Listen, we, as, as last I checked, we, we, we are the Roonies. The Roonies are the owner of our team, right? Last I right. checked, right? Yes. All right. The, that's one of the most powerful names, one of the more powerful names in the NFL. So from what we're seeing on defense, I don't want to hear any excuse. I don't want to hear. I got to be hard on my boys, man. I don't want to hear anything about if the Patriots can do it, if the Cowboys can do it, so can we. we have, we're not broke. We need to spend money on our guys, man. We need to give them some money. Don't get, let, we can't let not one of these guys leave our defense, man, because our defense is what's holding us, is, is why we are. We're starting to get that fear. The teams are starting to look at us now like, damn, you know, still, you know, they, they're, they're, they're preparing for us differently now. I don't know if you can feel it. I can feel it that we're starting to get that, that image back on our defense. So I feel like the Roonies, we got to dig in our pockets this year, guys. We can't let Bud Dupree and them guys get out of here. Can't let them go. I just wanna, I'm just speaking on that aspect of, of, you know, and as far as our, our running back situation, I like what, what we have on running back. But Connors, and I love Connors. I really do. 
but Connors is not that durable every down back that we Snell and these guys have been proven that they can get up and get back out there and get back up, get up, get back. You know what I'm saying? I love Connors, but I think that um I like the guys that we and I'm not saying get rid of Connors. I'm not saying just but we may have to figure out we may have to because he's not he's just not you know. He's not that guy that I, I wanted him to be in the beginning, man. Right now he, you he's know, having he, he that, that problem of coming through injuries. I will say this, Razor, let me just say this. I've known players in the past that will run through a string of injuries and suddenly they'll be injury-free for a quite quite a period of time, if not the rest of their career. It's an odd thing. You just never know. You know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. You want to hold this defense together, but trust me. The Steelers put all the money up. You know, they, they put it out there. They are not in any way, shape, or form uh, being st- stingy with money. Yeah. They, you know, that's that's an old, old, uh, false, you know, false. Falsehood. Hood. Thank yeah. you. Falsehood. I was trying to get it out, well, Razor, yeah, because, but it wasn't happening, brother. I, no, I know you. I know. I know. Wolf, I know. Wolf. I, I mean, I just feel like if we, at least one more year of these guys. At least, at least, I feel like we could just put, you know, just. And maybe some guys will bend and fold a little bit. You know how like Ben, Big Ben, you know, he'll do. He'll take a cut sometimes to keep yeah. the hold on to some guys. But I feel like we need to have this defense, this defense going in the next year, man. Because I like, I can't. How can you not like what you're saying out of these guys, right? Oh, Razor, again. Razor, you're you're right on. You're right on. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and uh, but but you know what? Let's finish this year, all right? Before we start talking okay. about free agency that starts what what march 7th uh let's yeah. let, let's finish this season and then see what happens you know all right what well, sounds good to me hey, Toulouse, you know what before i let y'all go so you know i'm here in philly yeah so, uh i listen to the I, I listen to mike missanelli show sometimes and i and in the morning i listen to golick and wingle you know they and they uh sometimes they have certain segments on there so this one particular time they had a segment where they were talking about like what what guys on what team Gave, gave, you know, other guys headaches. Like, who did you have to extra prepare for the night before a game or the week before a game? And wouldn't you know it, they had um, – Golick was on there. You know, he was talking about, you know, certain guys and certain teams. And they sure enough, they brought you up. And they said that – they said that I don't care how, how – what type of weather, what type of – they said – Reggie White always had to extra prepare to go against you. And I said, wait a minute, not my salutes. I said, they not, can't be talking about my salutes right now. They said, you yep. were a beast. I couldn't believe it. I said, "No way." I got, I got to Google. I got to check on that one. And oh, you know what? And when I played against, and when I played against Reggie Razor, I'd have nightmares. Uh, I mean, I, I, I couldn't sleep the night before the game. But thankfully, I, I never that. gave up a sack to Reggie. Yeah, in all the well, times we played. Mike Goldick spoke highly of. He said you gave Reggie. He said Reggie, you gave him headaches. So yeah. I guess it was mutual then. Yeah. We, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was he was a genetic mutation. I mean, he was, he was just a great, great. He player. was a great, and you know what, Razor? He was a great guy. Yeah. He, you know, he would it's say, not, yeah, he is. He was. You know what? You know, we we would try to hate the players we were playing against, and Reggie would go, "Hey, Tudge, how's the family?" And just <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know, and, and he was he was you know he was such a godly man, and he was such a great guy. And uh, I miss him. I really do yeah. miss him. Yeah, he was a good guy. Yes, he was. Hey, listen, I really appreciate you guys, man, every day, man. You guys are the best, the best, the best duo. You know, I want you guys to stick together, too, man. I, I, I look forward to listening to you all every day. Sometimes I listen to it over and over and over again. I probably well, will today since I'm Greatly appreciate it, brother. Yeah, I love you guys. It's greatly humbling. All right? 
All right. Thanks, yes, thanks, thank Razor. Thanks for calling. And All don't right. wait so long to call back. Yeah. I won't. I promise. I won't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. All right. It's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Andy in the North Hills. Uh, Andy, welcome to the locker room. Hey, Tony Wolf. How you guys doing today? Fabulous. Good. How you doing? Uh, good, good. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on this. I just have a quick uh, thought about T.J. Watt being the NFL defender, maybe the MVP this year. Do you think that there's any way? I mean, with all the talk about Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes and all these, uh, you know, offensive talents, you know, uh, do you think there's any way that he could be the MVP? I mean, I I would look at him as a defensive MVP candidate. Yeah. That's for sure. Defensive player of the year. I mean, he yeah. is a guy that uh, I, I've been kind of on this bandwagon a little bit for a few weeks now. Um, he is He's really come into his own, and he's really displaying the, the, the great athletic talent, whether it's pass rushing, whether it's stripping the ball, whether it's uh, intercepting the, the ball, playing the run. I mean, it's all coming together for him, whether it's physicality or game brains. This guy is really something special. Uh, and, and Andy, uh, you know, we live in an offensive-minded uh, NFL. And so the, 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 team, yeah. the, the NFL MVP, I believe, will be either Patrick Mahomes or uh, uh, Lamar. Uh, you know, I I just think uh, so much hype for yeah, Lamar Jackson, the, yeah. and, and justifiably, and justifiably so. so. He's yeah. he's tearing it up. Yep. Uh, I I, uh, I he would... is, there's no doubt. But I, I'll tell you, I don't think the Steelers would be where they are now at a seven and five record if it wasn't for Watt. I I honestly think that guy's just an animal. I mean, yeah. he is so vital to the team as a whole. I mean, I I just don't believe we would be as good as we are now without him. I mean, he's critical. Yeah. But yeah. uh, I understand, yeah, we're, you know, what you guys are saying there. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, well, thanks for the call, uh, Andy. Appreciate hey. it. Hey, th- hey, thank you. And God bless you guys for all the work you do with the homeless, too. I've, I've heard um, a lot about it. Thanks for doing that. Well, we love we are down there that do it. That's yeah, the ones that get yeah, it done. Yeah, we we just love to be part of it. Yeah. We just love to be a small part of it. We love the we love the mission. We love uh, the guys that work down there are our heroes and uh, especially uh, like Rob down in the kitchen. He makes some great. Food. Yeah, Rob oh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> Rob and Hutch and oh man, uh, you know and yeah. Bubba. Uh, uh, and Doug Smith spoke at Chapel. Yes, he did. Yeah, he spoke at Chapel uh, for the uh, for the Steelers. I talked to Kent. He did a great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the call, Andy. Hey, no problem. Have All right. Day. Appreciate All right. you, brother. All right, we're going to take uh, a right. break, and then we're going to uh, we'll take Circus George in Sarasota and Marco in Cleveland. Uh, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in a locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. A little bit, a lot of job jacking on the other side. Um, that's the wonderful thing about football. You say a whole lot, but you win and lose by what you do, what you do on the field. And that's what's so beautiful about this game is. Um, you play it a certain way. Um, you want to finish it a certain way, and that's what happened today. 
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. I haven't heard this song in a long time. Yep. yep. It's been a while. Yeah. That's uh, Ramon Foster. Uh, speaking of Razor Ramon, Ramon Foster uh, talking about the, the way these wins, they launch you. You know, they they do kind of, and it's the, you know, you're here in the heat of the moment. That brings you together as a team. And uh, the adversity brings you together as a team. And the Absolutely. winning brings you together as, together as, and, as a team. And pregame introductions bring you together as a team. Did you hear the crowd go absolutely bonkers? Over Zach? When, no, when no. Devlin was. Oh, yeah. Oh, my heavens. Now, you know. Uh, that uh, crowd, let me tell you something. They, we've been doing this a long time. That crowd was as loud as it's been in a non-playoff game. Right. As I can remember in a long time. Right. You know, I mean, it was really, they were really into that game yesterday. Huh. Uh, that's uh, rightfully so. Uh, it was a great game, and uh, uh, the the Steeler fans uh, were uh, there in full force. They were force. charged up. Yeah, yeah, no question. All right, let's go to uh, Circus George in Sarasota. What's up, George? Gentlemen, welcome from Chile and Blustery, Tampa. I just dropped off a gentleman at a doc's appointment here in Tampa, right on the bay. And it's a high of 70 today and a low of 47. So oh, I've got a jacket guy. on it. Stop I it. thought I'd tell you that. Yeah, I know. It's you, awful, isn't it? Awful, you isn't it? Would you stop complaining? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, first off, I want to once again say I don't know what passion interference is anymore. And also, I'm going to answer that. I don't know what a late hit on a quarterback is anymore. I don't. Yeah. Because three plays before Dupree got it, our guy got nailed late, and there was nothing. There was right, no pride right. on the floor. Nothing. I, yeah, I don't. I, if I was a conspiracist, you know, we'll put on the tin hat quickly. Um, right. I'd say they really wanted Cleveland to win that game just to keep them pertinent and, you know, keep the buzz alive in Cleveland. But eh, the buzzard is there now, not the buzz. <laughs> Nothing like watching <laughs> Cleveland die and cry all about it. If, if I still had friends in Cleveland, I'd be giving it to them. But they've already in front of me because they couldn't stand the fact that we're constantly beating on them like, uh, you know, I don't even want to say like what I'm thinking, but. Anyways, uh, gentlemen, I was so encouraged. I was so encouraged by the uh, quarterback play, and this is not a knock on Mason Rudolph. It's just, and I, and I, I like the kid. I liked him from preseason. Duck showed a lot in preseason, and I said this kid has moxie. He has kind of like a Brister-like feel to him. Remember what Brister? Brister had confidence. Yeah, May not I, have been the best quarterback we ever had on the team, but he had. The stones to go out there and say, "I'm going to do this," you know. Yeah. You'll, uh, I'm the guy. Write it down. I, thing right I, off the bat. I, I'm the man. Write it, it down. down. I'm the man. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I like him for that reason that he he has the quarterback composure that you want to see from your starting quarterback. Don't worry, I've got this. Yeah. And some of his throws are really great. I mean, aside from the pick, which I think was just miscommunication with the receiver, and you got a bunch of young guys playing together, that kind of stuff happens. But yeah. his balls were thrown on the money. I mean, deep balls. Yeah. Drop right over the shoulder where only the receiver can get to it. Or at very least, it's not picked off, which, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take that any day of the week. And even Absolutely. Benny Snell's uh, resurgent in the running game. And even the offensive line, compared to two weeks ago, the line was a sieve in Cleveland. 
Yeah. And I, I'm not going to blame it all on Garrett not being there. Garrett's one guy. Cleveland still has 10 other guys playing. So yeah. They're calling for me to pick up. Guys, be blessed. Good to hear your voices on Sunday. <laughs> right Thanks, George. Thanks, George. We'll see you, buddy. Uh, um, you know, love that guy. Uh, you know, I, the, the, the fun thing, they, they ran the, the Wildcat two plays in a row. Yes, he and, did. And, and uh, Jalen uh, did a good job. Did, did a good job. He's better at it than throwing. Yeah, he's better. Yeah, don't don't throw it. <laughs> Hand it off or run. That's exactly it. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't, do, you know, I mean, it, I really, I, I thought it was called at the appropriate time, too. I mean, uh, you know, it was just one of those times where um, you, you kind of give Duck a little bit of break. Yeah. You know, and um, it was funny how they used the silent count from right. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe they've done it before. I hadn't noticed it, though. Yeah, I didn't notice it, that it was a silent count either. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was, but I hadn't noticed them doing it earlier. Yeah. That was the thing that was crazy. So, But the point is, um, it was – I thought the offense was well-conceived. I mean, you you did some of the things that you did, uh, you know, pri- prior with the running game, but you also let Duck go downtown more. He averaged nine, you know, in Kevin Colbert's stat. Yeah. You know, the yeah. 9.0 which uh, was certainly a lot bigger than the, uh, was it, five yards or so in, right. in L.A. Yeah, right. So he's really come a long way. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, uh, it's 412-919-1316. Let's go to Marco in Cleveland. Welcome to the locker room, Marco. How you doing, Todd Schwartz? Uh, first-time caller. Uh, caller. Hey, Marco. The best. You call from the bad side of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> it feels it feels so great coming to work today with a big victory. I mean, today today is like Christmas. This this is my Christmas day that the Steelers beat the Browns. You know, because I'm on this side and these guys are crying about every little thing. We should fire the coach. We should get rid of this. Odell Beckham had what two catches for twenty yards or fifteen? Last time yeah. I saw the stats on that. I mean, yeah, one he, of the best receivers, what, in, in the AFC or NFL, and you lock them down to that? I mean, it, it just – I really take off my hat truly to all the players. I mean, all of them. I Marco, mean, you got to do it like Heinz well, Ward. you yeah. got to do it like Heinz Ward. Heinz once was quoted as saying, you got to take your hat off and give it to him. And hand it to him. <laughs> hand it to him. And hand it to him. Yes. <laughs> He, he would mix. He would mix cliches like nobody ever. Uh, well, uh, like maybe me. Yeah, like Wolf, maybe <laughs> Marco. <laughs> you know what? And you know what's another thing? How? I mean, how unprofessional it is for the coach of the Cleveland Browns to wear a shirt that says "Hey, Pittsburgh." I mean, yeah. I, I see the players wearing some that you know. Players always talk. And here and there and everything, but right. for the coach is the coaches that head, you know, the head team, the head. You should lead as an example, as a be professional, not to wear a shirt something like that. So you know what? I'm glad he wear that. It fired up the Steelers and the, the players and the fans. And I bet you Tomlin took that and posted it right up in the oh, locker room. Oh, no question. You know, yeah. you know what's yeah, funny? Yeah, it was just like okay. Tomlin. They said Tomlin didn't even talk about it, and they said the players. And the players replied, "They didn't have. He didn't have to because all they they got all the social media stuff, and it was all over the social media platforms. I mean, why in the world you would you as a head coach would go out with a T-shirt like that, and then have a coat and try to pull it over? Like, either zip it all the way up or don't wear it. You yeah. know, I mean, th- to me, it was just crazy that you would let yourself be caught in a position like that." 
Right. You're, you're so definitely right. You know, but like I said, I mean, that game was just amazing. Come, I live here in Cleveland and hearing all those Steelers fans. I think I heard them all the way from Cleveland. I swear it was like, that's how loud those fans were. <laughs> it was like a, it, it was like a play. It was like a playoff game. I mean, yeah, I, heard it from was. I mean, it was so loud. And uh, you know what? I, I, I want to give, uh, how many game balls do I give out here? Two? Is yeah. It two? Yeah, give give us minutes okay. one out, Marco. You know we'll take them all. <laughs> all right, I'm on the offense. On the offense, you know I'm definitely going with the Ducks. That yeah. guy, I've never seen that guy a third string quarterback too. On top of it, a third string quarterback that's undefeated. I don't I don't remember the last time I I seen that. I mean, like the guy's undefeated. He's calm under under pocket. He makes very le- less mistakes. I mean, the one time when he was rolling out, he looked like he was throwing. He even tried to even hit the ball out of bounds with his hand. I mean, the guy, the guy, I give game ball to him. Washington, I mean, come on, those hands, those deep balls thrown to him, oh, 40, yeah. 50 yarders. He's catching them like nothing, like this is my game. Uh, game ball to Washington all yes. day. I mean, that's the way to step up, especially when that juju be in there. Yeah. And then on the defensive side, you, get, you definitely got to go watch. I mean, Watt and Dupree, those guys remind me, the way they're playing this year reminds me of Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd. Yeah. When they're splashing and just killing quarterbacks. Yeah. Remember what Kevin Green and Greg Lloyd used to do that back in the day? That's oh, how yeah. those two are playing. And you put those two up there, they're going to put some quarterbacks in seriously trouble. So, I, you know, I, I really am I, and I just give it to the, to the fans. I give it to the fans. Another game ball. Nobody's giving – uh, game ball to the fans. Let's give them to the fans too because they they were rattled. I bet you uh, Baker's hearing that still in his ears right now. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks a lot for the call and uh, you know keep up. You, you guys doing a great show. Love it. I hear it coming from Cleveland. And here we go, Steelers. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Marco. Thanks, Marco. Thanks Good for job. the call. Uh, thank, thanks for the call, brother. All right, it's uh, uh, what a game. Uh, and this is one of those games. That warms your heart. It does. Uh, this is one of those games. It's a feel-good game. Yeah, and this is one of uh, this is uh, uh, it's a comfort game because you you know. Uh, All right, we're splitting hairs. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, but what? I, I don't care. You know, you yeah. could. You, 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 it's a, well, it, I have no hairs to split. Yeah, my that's head. right. I, I I have very little hairs to split. My hair is too short. But let's talk about this. Yes. Um, the way uh, this game. Can launch you into a playoff run. That I that's think we're already on our way. Yeah, I mean, think again. One of four, one and four. I'm sorry to start off. Then you win six or seven. Right. I think this is um, again. We're a couple games into this launching of the playoff run. It's important. Yeah. You know, you get on that. Uh, Chuck Noll always described it as what? Because you, I never get it right. Sy- uh, synergy. Synergy. I was going to say some symmetry. Some of the parts. Is- I, some, screw, would somebody the, write this down for me the, so I can repeat okay, this? Okay, okay. With some of the sort parts, of like, yes. The sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just never makes sense at the moment I'm about to say Well, no, no, nothing you say makes sense. There, No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I can understand. Wait a minute now. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. Okay. <laughs> well, there is, you know, it is, hey, don't forget that thing. What what thing? This thing here, your tie tack. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, from yeah. A, what, That's from the NFL. That's from Phil. Yeah, from right. Phil. Yeah, yeah. 
So at least he knows that I, I done give it to right, you. Right, that's right, right, yeah, yeah. All right, so the point being is we are on a playoff hunt. Right. This is, this is it. They are streaking. And if you can get this quarterback play to start to level out where you've got, uh, you know. Right. A decent ability, or you get him the hot, get him get real hot. Right, right. But I'm uh, that's like even mega bonus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, if you can get him uh, the duck playing nice and level, you know, so week in week out, this is nice. I mean, think about what he did: two hundred and twelve yards, one touchdown, ninety-five point seven. Yeah. You know, he had one int. So what? I still want to know who quit on that. How did they mess up? Was that uh, somebody called the wrong route, or he had thought it was the wrong route, or whatever? But the point is they got two young guys out there getting it done late in the game, and it's a learning experience for them. Yeah, I mean, and think about this. You've got three rookies as wide receivers. Uh, you know, uh, Deontay Johnson. Right. Uh, you've got uh, Johnny Holton. Right. And you've got uh, Deion, Deion Kane. Yep. Uh, that, those are three young guys. And uh, how about Tevin Jones? Yeah, and Tevin, Tevin Jones, Jones comes along, and makes that big catch right, right. before the touchdown. You, uh, you know, I like Tevin. He, I, I love. That know was how a t- I feel that was Tevin. A, that was a tough catch. That was a tough he, catch. He he got he lit know up. He's going to get blotted. Yeah, he got lit up. Absolutely. Yeah, he got lit up. It's, you know, but you concentrate. I, I said blotto and look at Moats like smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he doesn't he doesn't guy. even know what blotto is. <laughs> No, because he knows how he can blotto somebody. No, 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 He's a defensive guy. Blotto. Defensive guys understand blotto. Blotto is the 70s. Well, we weren't in the 70s, Chulu. We, we were in, in the, the 70s. 80s. But we were in the 70s as kids. I think you got brain fog. You know, you weren't blotto in the 70s. I think you, you're blotto now. You know, because you lived in, in a very strict home. <laughs> I was blotto in the 70s. Okay, I can yeah. see that. You, you, you understand? All right. Uh, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Wes. And uh, thank you, uh, Arthur Motes, uh, for just showing up and being giving us your presence. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And you've been in the locker room.